Yeah, it's a huge honour, especially you know, for myself and my family, my parents and all the work that's gone in over the last few years and stuff. Look, we've had a tough week, you know, losing the All-Ireland final last weekend, but look, this this helps in some way just to try and get over that um, disappointment from last weekend. Obviously, last Sunday we have to talk about the elephant in the room. It just wasn't your day. No, it wasn't in some areas, but when we look back at the game and you know, we, like John Evans there's still a lot of work into like our stats and so on like that like we achieved everything we, we set out to achieve in terms of our defensive structure our turnovers breaks but look it was just one of those days where the shots just didn't go over I think we had 25% shooting accuracy and look when you get to Crow Park you need to be hitting over your 50% it wasn't our day but it wasn't from the lack of trying like we kept going till 64 minute we had chances of goals we kept going that's something we can be very proud of That it was, we never gave up and we haven't given up all year so but for your team, yourselves, your management, your community, to get to the main pitch in the country and play in an All-Ireland final, yes, the result didn't go your way. It's something that you'll remember for the rest of your lives. Oh, definitely. You know, like in the few days after the final, you're obviously very bitterly disappointed and so on. But I think it's in the next few weeks and months and years and so on like that we'll, we'll actually remember it, get into Crow Park. Like a lot of us were actually saying it on the Saturday on the way up to the game. Like we were all there in 2010 when no one lifted the trophy, the All-Ireland, Sam Maguire for Cork and how great a day that was. So we can only imagine what it was like for our supporters as well that have been with us throughout the year. Like we had our two great days in the Munster Championship in Kilimartra. But yeah, against Crow Park, it's it's unreal. You know, we got lovely jerseys as well for the game with the writing. So most of us are going to get that frame now at home. And just small memoirs into think back of the great year that we had. If I was to take you back twelve months ago and say, Sean, what are you expecting for the year ahead? There's absolutely no way in the world you'd have come up with the answer that saw you winning two counties, a monster getting to an All-Ireland final with your football club, but winning two counties, one hurling, one football, a bollock and killing a martyr. There's no way you'd have come up with that answer. Definitely not, especially with the hurling when we were knocked out of the group stage, losing to Dungorny inside in Park Ring. So the hurling, last year was just a bit of a blip. Things didn't go our, right, our way with a few injuries and so on. So obviously it started the year. Michal McGrath came in, took over from the great work Tom Tarrant put into us. So it was just game by game towards the hurling and what is very beneficial for me especially is the fact that the, with John Evans this year and with Michal McGrath in terms of the hurling, there was no issues in terms of training, missing matches. They were very good in terms of the lo training load and so on like that. So that took the pressure off me for that. But for the football losing to Kentork last year after extra time by point, we took a lot of learnings from that. Like I know it's been publicised recently that Noel retired after that game. But we knew ourselves that... We were we were good enough to win the county after that performance. Like we lost by a point, we had our chances, but we knew if we train hard, we get stuck into this year, things were going to go our way. In the league, we finished mid play, mid table in the league, so it wasn't the greatest league, and we stuttered our way through the group stage. Well, I think the main turning point for us this year was the game against Eve Larry when we were down five points, twenty minutes to go, and we really turned it around. But yet coming back to this, this is something you can never think of winning two counties and reaching all Ireland final at your club. I, I'm pretty sure it won't ever happen again in my life anyway. So, so um, yeah, it's it's a huge achievement and one that's really very, very special for myself and my family. And of course, Sean, both county finals turned out to be... Uh, the ends to both of them were sort of crazy. Yeah, they were. Like Thinking back in the hurling, you actually forget how long ago it actually was because when you're still training and so on like that. But that was a nail-biting finish. We knew Middleton were going to be good, but when the game starts, it takes a life of its own. Like Matthew Bradley had an outstanding game that day, scoring more than 10 points. I think it was 13 or something like that. So that was a huge plus for us. 
and then you have a week turnaround then you're going to Parky Creeve again for the football final so towards the end of that all we can remember and we'll remember forever is just Shane Deneen scoring the three points at the end like we were, we thought we were dead and buried a few minutes to go Rory Dean was after getting a great goal we did completely turned the game on its head but yeah we just kept going towards the end the points and the celebrations after was just amazing just amazing feeling for a fellow who grew up in a real football country, how, how did the love of hurling come about? And I'd say you're going to mention your uncle, Tomás Amorakou. I am, of course. So Tomás Amorakou um, would be my uncle. So he started playing um, hurling over in Abulag a long time ago. And he was very well known over there. Everyone knows him for his scoring, but I'd say more so for his tackling and hurting, injuring other players and so on like that. So my mother and my father started driving me over since I'd say the age of eight. And in fairness, Abola, they've been excellent to us, to Barry Murphy's, to Terence, all the families are over there. You know, sometimes they'd drive over to Kilmartra to collect us to drive us to a game, and they were very accommodating with the football. They knew that that was number one. So it was it was great, yeah. And you know, I go over to Abola then, it's a bit of a... Pre- how would I describe it? You go over and you're meeting with different people. They're your friends that I know from a long time, like Shane, our captain there, myself and Shane get on very well. So yeah, it's been it's great going over there. Like they've started back this week now. I'll probably leave it off for another week or two before I go rejoin them for the gym work and training and so on like that. But yeah, it's just great. Your home place obviously is 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 Kilnamarta. You reside at the moment in Limerick. You teach in Butterfield. You played with with two different clubs. How crazy has your life been over the past eight or nine months? Wild, just absolutely wild. You know, I'm living up in Limerick, but even my housemates in Limerick tell me I'm never actually there. I might be there on Monday and Wednesday, and that's it. Teach on Budwin then in Clashavera, the secondary school up there, and I love it. You know, I get on really well. The kids are training, lad. The teams up there, and the teachers are very good as well. Some of them went up to support me now in Crow Park last weekend. But like your training, your training Kilmartra Tuesday, you're probably over in Abulug. Wednesday or Thursday, you're back to Kilmartra Friday, so you're constantly on the go. But you do question at times, you knowing you're doing all this training, like my girlfriend Sarah especially is questioning all the commitment that's involved in it. But it's days like the day we had in Crow Park, up in Mallow Park, you weave the games in Kilmartra, they're the ones that you'll remember. And they make it worthwhile, then you're doing all this training, you're doing all your gym work and so on. But when, when you get success, it's all worth it then at the end of the day. And finally for 2024, two new challenges, I suppose, Premier... Uh, intermediate and hurling and scenery in football yeah Premier Intermediate for hurling is a big step for Abulog and it's one that I think the club are ready for like they've invested a lot into the players and just facilities over the last few years so obviously it's going to be a huge step up in ability and talent and so on like that but I think we have the players look I think this year will be more so we'll try and hold our own in the grade develop some more younger talent to get us ready for competing in the next few years then scenery Kilmartra is just it's a dream come true. Like I remember, I had to do an interview there for the county f- monster final, and that's what was your your lifelong dream in sport. And I said that was to get Kilmartra up to senior, so I've achieved that. Now I think this year we're after losing John Evans recently during the week, so he's after mo- stepping away from us. But all I can say is good things about John. Like a lot of people were quick to criticise John last year over not reaching, getting over the semi final, but he proved his worth this year. Like the man put hours upon hours upon hours into us. So all I can say is thanks very much, John, for all he's done. And for senior football for Kilimartra, I'm sure we'll be starting up now again in the next few weeks. I think we've the bars we've to go into the bars for the first league game and then Nemo Rangers are coming out to us then. So they're two tough ways to start off the league campaign. But look we look forward to it. It's a, it's something that we always wanted to do. I'm sure the lads will be 
getting ready in the next few weeks get back training get back into get back into routine and we'll take it from there and look if we can get out of our group we'll be happy with that